0: As a young whippersnapper, I went to Rome the last time they won the Scudetto, and the f- streets were flooded with Gila Rossi. I bought a bootleg Totti jersey for five euro on the streets. <laughs> That's a fantastic story. And now I host this podcast.
1: Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. So, before we begin, I want to announce that we are releasing the full report into how we acquired this podcast. You'll see that we did nothing wrong, and the rumors of us performing in foot fetish videos for FIFA executives cannot be proven at all. Yep. It's all fake. It's false. Hearsay. Anyway, I am Brooks Peck, editor of dirtytackle.net and Howler magazine's whatahowler.com, and I'm here with the softest hard men in the game Ryan Bailey, Theo Messi. Ryan, how are you? What
2: are you wearing? Uh, I'm very good, Brooks. Thank you for asking. I am soft right now. Uh, I, I, I don't know why you <laughs> asked that, but uh, anyway, I am. Um, today, I'm wearing my Russia 2014 World Cup shirt, and it is dope. It is dope. Is it? It is dope. Oh, ah, uh, <laughs>
1: Once again, Ryan coming in hot with the wordplay. I like it right yeah. off the bat. Just I can't help myself. Not wasting I can't any myself. time. And who He's can't support Russia because
2: they're such a good quality national team? You've seen the Confederations Cup. They are incredible. They're going to be such worthy <laughs> hosts at the World Cup next summer. I can't wait.
1: Oh, it's it's bad. It's it's really. It's really kind of
0: strange how no one is like talking about these next two World Cups, but they're going to be shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just That's in case good you tagline. didn't know. They're that be, be the tagline for shit. both. That's the DT yeah, preview. It's trying right. to
0: go to both. Shit. We're yeah. the podcast for these World Cups. You know, we're perfect. All right.
1: It. Theo, enough of your taglines. What are you wearing? How are you? What's going on?
0: I am wearing my replica Mino Raiola button-down shirt. <laughs> this, is, this is just like all the ones that he wears two buttons down to meetings with high-level football executives. It's Mino season. The transfer market's open. Uh, so I'm just, you know, showing respect to my boy.
1: The summer of
2: Mino. I don't think I've ever seen him wear a shirt.
0: Uh he does, just the buttons are so low down. He lets that those chest pubes flow nice. in that Mediterranean <laughs> style. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Mm. Where do you acquire one of those shirts?
0: Uh so you just take one of your button-down shirts and then you yeah. write Ryola on the back in a sharp. Oh, okay.
2: And, and then you give him 40% of what it cost.
0: Eight. Yeah.
1: You put that big 40% on the back underneath the name, and you're good to go. Yeah,
0: number 40%, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Never goes out of style. He's always winning. He's the best person (laughs) in football to support. He never loses. He's the richest. He kills it. I love him. Nice. Brooks, you got things? Are you wearing things?
1: I am wearing very bright things, actually. I am wearing my 2010 Netherlands World Cup shirt. Mm. Um, Dang. There's a very kind of roundabout reason I'm wearing it. Is it because you want to kick someone in the chest
2: today? do tell
1: uh sure yeah that's that's one that's always one reason i always want to kick someone in the chest every day but um it's there, there's a reason for it i won't get to it right now whoa but it does kind of segue us into our dirty tackles of the week Teaser. which we are going to do right now guys who deserved a dirty tackle this week a nigel Dejong special right to the chest who you got ryan
2: what, why don't you go first? Thing is, you've just teed yourself up massively there, Brooks. You oh, go, I wanted to build teal. the suspense. Yes. Go, 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 go! Okay. I can't
0: take it anymore. I'm no longer the hardest soft man in the game. I'm just hard. <laughs> I want it.
1: All right, so we'll we'll cut the suspense right right off the bat here. Uh, the DeBoer twins. You know, Frank DeBoer was a uh, assistant coach for the 2010 team that went to the World Cup final. I, I said this was a very kind of roundabout connection. So he was an assistant coach for the, the 2010 World Cup team, and he is now the head coach, the manager of Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace very excited to have Frank DeBoer, even though he only lasted 14 matches with Inter. Some uh, career
0: trajectory this guy's on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very kind of pinbally, very weird. Um, but so he's a twin. His twin Ronald. They look very a lot alike, and apparently As looks twins so much. Do. As Well, some do. Fraternal twins don't, but identical twins do. And Crystal Palace got very confused. So they were, in their excitement, tweeting pictures and facts about their new manager. And not once but twice, they tweeted pictures of Ronald instead of Frank. And so uh, the DeBoer twins called this out on their Twitter account, because they have a joint Twitter account uh, uh, up until a few is days weird. ago. Frank just started his own. Frank just started his own individual one because I guess Crystal Palace said that's weird. <laughs> Get Awkward. your own. And so they called this out like, nope, wrong twin. Uh, so Ronald said, uh, it's very difficult to find action photos of Frank. That's why they used me instead. Laughing, crying Ooh. emoji face, monkey covering its eyes emoji. Bitchy. Exactly. Yeah. Little, little, little uh, jab there.
0: He's mad that boy got his own Twitter account, you
1: know. He's like, hey, exactly, broke don't break up the up social the dream media team. unity. Yeah,
2: when they but- go to bed together tonight, like uh, Bert and Ernie in the same bed, they're gonna. <laughs> oh, he's gonna tick him off for that one tonight. I can tell <laughs> yeah.
0: I Feel like their tandem bicycle is about to get axed in half.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> their tandem Dutch bike- bicycle, but I mean, Crystal Palace. Come on, you can't identify your own manager now, Brooks.
2: I'm going to come to their, uh, give them a little bit of defense here. I, I know that area of the country very well where Crystal Palace is. I'm a Wimbledon fan. We played at Selhurst Park for many, many years. These aren't an intelligent people. They choose <laughs> voluntarily to go to the area of Croydon in southeast London to watch games. They actually choose to go to that area. Some of them choose to live there. Oh, boy. This is the least of their concerns, mixing up the DeBoer <laughs> twins. And the second thing I've got to say about this is, is that how Americans say DeBoer, the way you just pronounced it? Is that De a Boer,
1: thing? DeBoer, DeBoer. See, th- this goes back to my complete inability to say anybody's name properly.
0: <laughs> it's a unique thing about this podcast that the hosts don't know how to say the people's names. It's, exactly. It's, it's authentic. We take,
1: we, we take no time to learn. We just no, wing we're it fine. and go. We're, yeah.
0: Maybe they thought it was a package deal, Crystal Palace. Maybe. You know, they got yeah. the joint Twitter account. Maybe they're like, hey, we sign one, we get both. Or all they all thought they, they were like
1: split personality thing going on because it was one Twitter account. I, I don't know. Mm.
2: Interesting. Yeah, dirty tackles though. One thing's for sure, they're not going to debore us with all these kind of antics. Hmm? <laughs> oh God. Right? The yeah. word That's how you pronounce it, Brooks. Just... That's how you pronounce it.
0: I'm literally gonna ask you to turn your car out now because that's three outrageously corny puns in the first five minutes. Exactly. The like like
2: That's why they pay me the big bucks. That's why Patreon subscribers pay me the big bucks.
0: Did you have another kid recently? Because your dad jokes are flying.
2: (laughs) I only have two that I know of. Did
1: you get laid last night? Are you making babies? (laughs) So, Ryan, while you're on your roll, let's hear your Dirty Hack of the Week.
2: All right, I'm going for a. I'm feeling soft, so I'm going for a soft target today. I'm going for Paul Pogba, who held a charity match in Colombia, because why the heck not? He held one uh, with. Go on, what?
1: Juan Cuadrado, who is from Colombia, former teammate. They're hanging out down there. So Paul
2: Pogba, come to Colombia, we'll do a charity game. And you can embarrass yourself in the progress. That's basically what happened here. Um, How did he embarrass himself? Well, let me tell you, Brooks Peck. He beat the keeper, was about to score a goal, Paul Pogba. He got a one-on-one situation, which he got the better of. And rather than just gently tapping the ball into the goal with some dignity, he dabbed. He dabbed before the ball. What's wrong entered with that? He, it was before it was cool. the goal went in. He dabbed before the ball went in the net. It and was it a went charity
0: in. match. I'm tired and it went of him in, dabbing
2: after the if ball in didn't go
0: in. Dirty the tackled the shit out of him, but it went in. That's just swaggy.
2: No, it's not it swaggy. This t- is ridiculous. This is this is basically bringing up all the hatred inside of me that's bottled deep deep down. I can't stand stuff like this. This is like when Ross Barkley celebrated the goal before he scored in the uh, cool. a couple months ago. Can't stand this kind of stuff. Oh. You know, oh, it's so, You're oh, so lame. it just scares me. Ryan. What? Why are you First so lame? with the
1: John Terry send-off and now with this. This is a, again a meaningless match. Let him have his his dab fun. Who cares? It's Brooks. a charity match. People we, are going to see together. Stuff we've worked like together this.
2: maybe seven or eight years now. You know by now I don't like joy. And this is yes, something I, that know. I can't stand. You
1: are Mr. Buzz Killington Esquire.
2: <laughs> Who wants to hear a story about a bridge?
1: Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, but I, I can't disagree more. I mean, it's a charity match. It means nothing. It was a guaranteed goal. Why not?
0: Hey. Boys, boys. The best part about the Dirty Tackle podcast is that we're all free to dirty tackle and harm whoever we'd like verbally. Yeah. So let Ryan have. His yeah, I, I will let you. Even dirty though tackle. I also disagree.
2: Yeah. My one so, wish is that someone on the Friends of One Quadrado team came in and dirty tackled the shit out of Pogba while he was dabbing before the ball <laughs> entered the net. That's what that's my only hope. If I had to, if the time machine gets invented, if I get my flux capacitor vi- uh, fitted in my car and gun it to 88, I'm going straight to Colombia to that night. That's what I'm doing.
1: Well, that was why he was able to do it was because the goalkeeper tried. He like was going for his legs and that's how he got beat so bad. What if the guy that uh, took him
0: out dabbed simultaneously and they both did like a double dab with the world just (laughs) end?
1: Well, that was my favorite part. So he dabs while scoring. And then how does he celebrate that dab goal? By dabbing again.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Just endless dabs. Dabs all day. Do you know the only time I dab is when I'm in Starbucks. I'm holding two cups and I pretend to sneeze. So, you know, picture that. Picture that. Picture me
1: doing that. Ryan, this this is getting out of hand. These 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 jokes. I'm on a yeah, roll. It's, it's too much. <laughs> you are not on a roll. I have already right. unsubscribed from the podcast. And I'm a host. <laughs> Theo, please save us here.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna dirty tackle a ten-year-old kid. Uh, so there's this little guy. <laughs> no, that's, that, that, that was, might be even
1: worse. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, this God. kid
0: waited outside, and this is from a, a really good, strong journalist source. Uh, 101 great goals on Twitter. Um, they posted a picture with no other clarification links that said this six year old kid, no, sorry, 10 year old kid waited outside of Lionel Messi's home in Argentina on his birthday, Messi's that is, oh, for Leo's six birthday? straight okay. hours. And then waiting for him to come out of the house, he finally comes out and they took a selfie together. And that was it. So I'm going to dirty tackle this kid because <laughs> clearly he could have been doing something more productive <laughs> for at least four of those hours. You know, and then showed up at Leo's maybe with two to spare. I know you don't know when he's gonna come out when the birthday party ends, when the Lego castle has been fully built and the cakes have been consumed. <laughs> But I just think he wasted way too much time. And, uh, you know, you can't idolize these guys like that. Like, maybe this kid could be the next Leo Messi. But no, he's instead waiting outside of his house for six hang, hours. Hang like on a, a second.
2: Stalker. Theo, what do you think a 10-year-old should be doing that's more productive than that? Watching Paw <laughs> Patrol taxes? or something? What do you watching?
0: Playing video games or, like, yeah. mowing his dad's lawn or, like,
2: <laughs> I don't know, picking his nose, anything. Or getting a <laughs> selfie with the world's greatest football player. Yeah, I can see how mowing the lawn might be tempting. Wait.
1: Were his parents with him? Was he alone? Was he just standing outside a stranger's house all day by himself? the selfie is just
2: him and Messi.
1: Who's taller? Messi. (laughs) That's a good question, too.
0: Anyways, fuck selfies. Dirty tackling 10-year-olds is on. Red card.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. Strong opening today. All
1: right, so after that abomination, uh, I'm doubtful if we have any sponsors left, but we do have the MLS No Star game here to promote. Let's hear it.
2: This summer, get ready for the MLS No Star game, presented by a retailer nowhere near as popular as Target. On July 32nd at DC United's cutting edge RFK Stadium, some of the most least heard of Major League Soccer stars will combine Avengers style to take down a magnificently average European team. It's a some holds barred, winner takes some, soccer thriller. This season's MLS No-Stars include Montreal Impact, unused squad member Shamit Shom, Minnesota United's Kitman, Soccer Dog, a randomly selected San Jose Earthquakes fan, and most of the Philadelphia Union team. They'll be facing a behemoth no-star European 11. That's behemoth. Including Blackburn Rovers' reserve goalkeeper Jason Steele. A Liverpool fan who can remember the last time they won the league. A bowl of pasta, the concept of sportsmanship and James Rodriguez. The MLS no-star game. Be there or be doing a different thing.
1: All right, this week's shout-out goes to Master of Purple Nurple Style, Clyde Uhl. I'm assuming that's a formal title bestowed upon him by the long line of Purple Nurple masters that came before him. Mad respect. I can't attest to Clyde's Purple Nurple mastery, but I do know that he's also a black belt in wet willies. If you would like a shout-out on the Dirty Tackle show, go to patreon.com slash dirty tackle and contribute. Thank you so much to Master Clyde and everyone else who has already contributed. All the money raised goes back into making the show as good as we possibly can. And I can also say that we have some awesome Dirty Tackle t-shirts in the works. So We've got some designs happening, and they're really cool. Mm, designs. So if we raise a little bit more money, we can make that happen and give them out as rewards to our contributors. So check out patreon.com slash dirtytackle, and let's make some cool stuff.
0: And your nurples don't even have to be purple. We'll take any color. No. Just give us your We money. take
1: nurples of all
2: kinds. Mm. All yeah.
1: colors and shapes and whatever you have. We're nurple purple. fluid. Just make it happen. Exactly.
2: All right, guys. Let's move it along to uh, our favorite segment in the podcast. We're unanimous on that opinion. It's a little old segment I like to call... <laughs> no, we're True, not. Are you? True are you? True are True Very simple, as you know by now. I'm going to read out some headlines. Some of them are true, some of them are false. You're going to give me your opinion on which they are. Are you ready, Brooks and Theo? DeBoer. Bueno. DeBoer, well done. You're getting it. All right, here's the first headline for you. Sergio Ramos tried to hide his image rights earnings, but actually paid too much tax in 2010 and 2011. Is that true or false?
1: Okay, this is very false, and Ryan mess this the hell up on the gold mouth. If you listen to the gold mouth podcast on Fridays, which is Ryan's Day. You don't have to though, just listen to this one. He tried to pass this off as a true story, and I caught him and he was shocked that it wasn't true. It's from a it's from a source called El Mundo Today, which is Spain's version of the onion. That's Spanish for the world today. And Ryan got
2: got. So this is false. Theo, what's your opinion? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to say it's I'm going
0: to say it's true. I would like to think that Ryan after that goldmouth Mouth fiasco went back to the fact machine also known as Google, uh, did some more research and found out that this is in fact true and he's going to throw it in your face, Brooks. <laughs> no. Ryan, do it for me.
2: Uh Theo is right. It is true. This was published no. on El Mundo today. Woo! This was on no. gold.com. This was on your- this was on, guys, the Mouth email and newsletter, and that's part of Howler magazine, so we know this get is 100% that 100 not true. So this, this one is completely is so true. wrong.
0: Brooks, you can't go against that. You, 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 you ride for them. Don't you say that that's not true.
2: You can't use yourself as a source, Ryan. The ruling has been made. This is true. Are you? I Ugh. make the rules here. One to nothing. This is awful. <laughs> Theo leads into just, the next one. Air United. Air United. We're going to talk about Scottish football. We don't talk about New lows because we're getting there. Air United. <laughs> yeah. Promoted their new kit using a topless female model, true or false? Bear in mind that to promote how? a kit, how can you be topless? Have a think about that.
0: I'm going to say yes. She wore it as a skirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be creative. But once again, I have I came prepared this week. Jesus this Christ! This is also true. It was airbrushed on. They do this every year. You nerd. and it's equally sexist every year. This is it's 2017, guys. So it's, not it's like body paint. Anymore. Yeah, it's body paint, and uh, this is very outdated. We don't approve of this
2: here, wow. but it's
0: true. Speak for yourself. I haven't seen the picture yet. I'll get back to you.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just going to put down this bowl of cornflakes, which Brooks is pissing all over today, and uh, inform you <laughs> that this was indeed true. Yeah. Yes, uh, this one uh, published in the Daily Mail, among other reputable sources. Uh, a United promoted their kit using a topless lady with it. Uh, the new design painted on to her naked top lit, top of her torso, if I can say words properly. Um, <laughs> not giving you the best idea of how this shirt will look or feel. The only way I can figure out it's actually legit is if it's like the Arsenal Puma shirt where it's just super skin tight anyway. Otherwise, you've got no idea how this shirt's going to look on you. <laughs> I was, was going to say, say, is yeah, it that outdated legitimate. if
0: Arsenal... Paints their kits on before every match. Then it can't be that bad. <laughs> boom <laughs> yeah, and edge. boom.
2: All right, we're all on the same. All right, no wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I just want to pause because I need to answer this one first. Because Nerdy McNerderson has all you the answer answers. You answer the last one first. On his sleeves, up his sleeves, or whatever. <laughs> he's like cheating, Ryan. He's cheating. Stop him. All all make right. him stop cheating. But,
2: all right, ladies, settle down. Reading settle the down. news is cheating. Okay, make him stop. <laughs> Let's move oh. on with the next one for you, Gareth Bale, Wales' finest. He is in. Edgar Wright's brilliant new film, Baby Driver. True or false?
1: Theo?
0: I know I said I had to go first, but I don't know who that is. Edgar Uh, Wright, the film director, made Shaun of the Dead. He made Hot
2: Fuzz, made lots of great films. He's made a film called Baby Driver with Kevin Spacey and John Hamm. It's great. Is Gareth Bale in it, though? Let me know.
0: Uh, Definitely not. Kevin Spacey would not get along with Gareth Bale. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Different. There's different. Different opinions on man buns.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, Gareth Bale could borrow Kevin Spacey's hairpiece, so they could bond over their balding. (laughs) Brooks, (laughs) what's your your thinking on this one? So, this is tricky because David Beckham was, oddly enough, in a Guy Ritchie movie recently. He was. Oscar in waiting. And there's a lot of weird cross-promotion going on with film companies and footballers and clubs. I say this could be true.
2: I'm afraid... This one is false, guys. I made this one, oh. pulled this one from my butt, but I had good reasoning here because Gareth Bale on his Instagram posted a very interesting clip this week of him uh, hitting a golf ball with his driver. So you could say he's a pretty good with the driver, baby baby driver oh. yeah. yeah you like that you like that it continues um, you should check this it clip continues. out by the way he's topless he's just wearing a pair of little hot pants and he's in uh, he's on some caribbean island i think and it's the most amazing trick <laughs> shot you've seen he throws a ball up in the air and hits it as it sort of half bounces semi sort of a half volley off of the uh, off of the fairway it's incredible you should look it up but uh can you say hot pants again hot pants again <laughs>
1: Does he have an Air United shirt spray painted on his body?
2: <laughs> he has just got Gareth Bale, flesh and bone, and some hot pants. That's all he's got in this one. Wow. All the more yeah. reason to go check it out. Next one for you guys. Uh, Man United have signed a new player called Victor Lindelof. He is Swedish. He has never seen a Star Wars movie. Is that true or false? <laughs>
1: um, this is False. I think every human on Earth at this point has seen a Star Wars movie. Okay.
2: Theo?
0: I say this is true. As, you know, someone that in prior episodes has explained that I don't really fancy going to the cinema. I think this is possible. Clubs, when they sign new players, have very wide-ranging interviews. They make the player go to the training facility for hours and hours, ask them all types of stupid questions so they can produce content around it for the entire (laughs) year. Do they ask them, have you seen Star Wars? Perhaps. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. And they asked him, and he said, "Nah." Uh,
2: I can so f- reveal that sure. this one is indeed false, or at least I don't know it to be oh. true. We can say that much. Uh, but Brooks, I, I refute your claim that every human on Earth has seen Star Wars because this guy hasn't seen one. Okay, well, you really? I've never seen one. Never seen one of those. Never seen a Harry Potter. Never seen a Lord of the Rings. I've Rain never seen
0: Harry Potter, Potter either, my dude. Well, it was fucking Harry Potter twenty the other day, and I was like, "Fuck y'all, losers." <laughs> I never read a book. I never watched a movie.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: talk about Harry Potter, not all
1: books and movies. <laughs> you are functionally illiterate. Is it because you've just um,
2: been sitting outside footballers' houses trying to get selfies with them since you were like eight years old? Is that what it was? No. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: That's how you got the name Theo Messi.
2: All right, I've got a couple more for you, guys. Let's move on from that one. Boca Juniors, all the way down there south of the equator in South America, they've installed a countdown or a count-up clock, I suppose you'd call it, which displays the time since they were last relegated from the uh, from the top flight um, in, in Argentina uh, at their La Bombonera Stadium. Is that true or false?
0: I hope not. That's whack for a club of that repute to be idolizing the fact that they haven't been relegated in a while. Seems stupid, so I yeah, hope that, that's
2: that's a, that's a low bar for them. This is Boca Juniors um, what they were talking about, though.
1: Still, they they won a bajillion titles. I mean, they should be counting titles, not counting time since relegation. But that is true, and I, I want to see MLS clubs adopt this, even I though they don't have relegation. I <laughs> think that'd be hilarious. It'd be
0: a good win for like the Colorado Rapids to put a exactly. thing until they were relegated in their office. Keep morale high. That would high.
2: be
1: hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it's true.
0: Why is it true?
2: It is actually true. Yes, congratulations Brooks, you got one right. Uh, Although it's kind of a trick question because uh, Brooks
0: can read. Boca
2: Juniors have never (laughs) been relegated in their 112 year existence. So the clock actually has 112 years on it and it counts up from then. Ah, And this is actually a cheeky dig at their fierce rivals River Plate who were relegated not so long ago. They revealed this at La Bombonera, the chocolate box as I like to call it, um, uh, as they just celebrated their 32nd league title and they celebrate it with a big fuck you to their fiercest rivals nicely done via the medium of i, I like that
0: i like, I, the I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah
2: all right last one here for you before we wrap up True or yeah? and it is a mls question for you guys a referee in a recent mls game rescinded a yellow card oh, a red card sorry that he'd given moments before is that true or false i think this is true but it seems kind of innocuous
1: it seems like that might happen kind of often, especially in MLS where the refereeing is a bit subpar.
0: Yeah, I've definitely seen referees get their cards mixed up before. He's like, oh, that's the red one. Uh, So Yeah. yeah, true. That could happen.
2: This is true. It happened during DC United's recent clash with Brooks' favourite team of all time, the Philadelphia Union. (laughs) Uh, DC's uh, Luciano Acosta was given a straight red card after he was adjudged to have kicked a rival player as they went in for a tackle as the ball went out of of play. He was given a straight red card. But the player who was kicked... heroically went to the referee and said no he didn't kick me uh, i think he was just trying he just gave me a little push so uh, don't give him a red that's card that's nice so, i like that respect just after he's shown the red card he took it away he said no you can stay on the field and uh, tommy smith who was doing the commentary was absolutely stunned by this moment we can play it in in a second because <laughs> he's never seen anything like it you gotta be kidding me the red card I have never never i've done thousands of games I have done thousands of games in many leagues. I have never yet seen a referee eat a red card. Are you kidding me or something? This actually happened. I've never seen it happen before either. Incredible stuff.
1: Well, there is kind of precedent for that because I think it was last season in Italy, in the lower divisions, they introduced the green card, which is a real thing now there, where they give... It's like a uh, reward for good sportsmanship. So if you confess in a situation like that to... The referee getting something wrong that benefited you, and you say, No, that wasn't what happened, they'll give you a green card as like a hey, good job. If
0: You're only honest. it was that easy for our foreign working friends in America. Tommy Smith, though, is always in a state of <laughs> absolute frantic like explanation, <laughs> right? That's why we love it. <laughs> like 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 if he spe- stepped on a chip in the press box, I feel like he would like lose his top. So <laughs> good for him.
2: <laughs> All right, that wraps up true. I yeah. Uh I think Due to the answers on that first question, Brooks loses. This I, definitely nope. oh, I definitely won. No, I definitely won. No, nope. this is oh. horseshit. Yo, fuck it, it, this. It was.
1: Yeah, we we have a very faulty leader of True Arya. Theo, why we are need you complaining? To... You won. Oh, I, I want yeah. I want a Garcia report into True Aria. There's, oh, there's I some thought you said Brooks won. No, Brooks did not I win. I did he win, the first but he didn't wrong. say that. He
2: got the Sergio Ramos question wrong. It was the most important Oh, I got uses. it I got it so right. Oh, oh
0: I'm Theo? Word.
2: <laughs>
1: there is corruption afoot.
2: All right, wrap it up. Bye-bye. Who says this
0: podcast is
1: too crass? <laughs> <laughs> this summer, from the Academy Award-watching producers of United Passions comes the real story of the investigation into the 2018 and 2022 World Cup voting. The Garcia Report, the movie. Starring Andy Garcia as U.S. Prosecutor Michael Garcia.
0: It's remarkable. I've never seen an organization so committed to proper ethics. My findings are that FIFA definitely
2: loves this game. And Matt Damon as Sepp Blatter. The only thing we love more than football are ethics. And we all know what ethics are, so we don't even have to explain them. But why does United States Department of Justice come after our executives?
0: I've investigated that, too. And my findings are that they're super jealous of how ethical you are.
1: Oh, my God. It's the must-see film of the season, says FIFA.com film reviewer Blep Satter. A true feel-good story, says the emir of Qatar. The best film since the one about Donald Trump becoming president of the United States. Wait, that was real? Holy shit, says Vladimir Putin. The Garcia Report the movie, the only real ethics violation, would be not seeing it.
0: Transfermageddon. We're gonna move players globally for some money.
2: Transfermageddon. Lawyers and contracts and things like that.
1: Transfermageddon. Rivers of blood and transfers. Transfermageddon. Your favorite footballer significant
0: other following his new club on Instagram before the contract's announced.
2: <laughs> Transfer Most of the time these things don't happen. Transfer McGeddon selling newspapers.
1: <laughs> 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 Transfer McGedon, it's me
2: time. Trust for Anything about Sergio Ramos is obviously true. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
1: El Mundo today is not legitimate. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) Tribal football is my Bible. Tribal football. (laughs)
0: All right, you know what time it is. We are in transfer-mageddon. The transfer blitz is about to begin. Everyone, get your transfer lotion, apply it to your skin. Make sure the transfers don't ruin yourself or your body. First transfer. This is one I had no idea about until right now. Francesco Totti, retired AS Roma legend, is apparently rumored to have been offered an opportunity to extend his career in the lovely footballing nation of Japan. Very technical, the Japanese. It's not being racist. That's just the way their football is played. (laughs) Boys, do you see Francesco Totti going to Japan? I say no
1: fucking way. Well, first of all, this is in the Japanese second division, this club that offered him a deal. I think it's it's a club in Tokyo. And it just makes me sad that his two offers are a second division club in Japan and FC Miami, which is like in the second division of the U.S., so he he can either play at a high school in Miami or presumably a high school in Japan. This is sad or he could just for...
0: not play as he should and just spend all of his earnings on booze and food.
2: Yeah, retiring with dignity is an option here as well.
1: Yes, but I, I want to see more Totti. I need more Totti.
0: I think Totti could do some things like in the non-football world, though. You know, like in retirement. I think he could like what know, take a lot of cool Instagram pictures with his family,
1: <laughs> selfies, he could selfie tour, drink a lot of wine. He can wait outside Leo Messi's house and get a
2: selfie no, after six hours? No,
0: no, don't no. Don't even
2: bring that up. <laughs> I think he could do stuff like he could go to the park and feed the ducks. He could go get the bus with a free pass. He could complain about the weather, talk to his grandkids. You know, all the stuff that old people do. <laughs> yeah, he's oh. pretty
1: old. Yes, but he is... He has years left in those legs. He's he's forever young. French. They're big legs. There's certainly forever. years left.
2: Well, Japan and the Japanese second division in particular might be the most appropriate destination for a man of his advanced years. I think uh, they still have the most uh, the oldest player in current football at the moment is it Kazuyoshi Mura, who was who is fifty years old. He still plays at Yokohama, he's, I believe. I think he's like fifty three actually. The I think Silver we talked Fox. about that
1: a few weeks ago. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. T V like was black and white and when playing. he was growing up. Yes, Totti was still a whippersnapper when he started.
0: Yeah, no, no more football for Totti. That's rule number one of transfer. We get in.
1: That's your position, really. Yes. You think he should retire? You think he's done?
0: Yes, it would tear me up inside to see him don another kit besides the Giallo. Well, that that is true.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't handle that.
0: As a young whippersnapper, I went to Rome the last time they won the Scudetto, and the f- streets were flooded with Giallo Rossi. And I bought a bootleg Totti jersey for five euro on the streets.
1: <laughs> That's a fantastic story.
0: And now I host this podcast. Okay, next up, Jean Luigi Roma. Is he moving? Is he not moving? All I know is that the boy Mino Raiola dropped a fire tweet this week. He said, Donna Raiola, which is their joint name, it's kind of like Brangelina, something like that. It's cute. Uh, one for them, haters zero. What's next? I'm telling well, you, so if you're not if, on on board with the Mino train, get on board right now, get your jerseys, get everything lined up. This guy is
1: killing the window. you, you got to give the, the update here, though, because this thing changes every day. So he was dead set on leaving Milan, and then you know they're throwing fake money at no, no, him. No, no, no. no. So I'm going to stop you message. right
0: there because you're trying to give an update, but you're not even being accurate. Was he dead okay. set on leaving Milan, or did the papers yes. make it seem
1: like he was dead set on leaving Milan? I think Mino made it sound like he was dead set on leaving.
0: Mino's not the player. Mino's
1: the game. Isn't he, though? Isn't he, though? They share a name. They're they're one and the same.
0: Don But
1: so, they're throwing fake money at him. But then this week, he comes back and says, no, we're going to talk. We're going to renew uh, negotiations. And then... On Instagram, he says, we're going to talk. Then he deletes his Instagram and says he was hacked. And it's like, there's all this back and forth. Then he says that he's going to drop Raiola. And then he says, no no, 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 no.
0: He never said he was going to drop Raiola.
1: Well, the, the hacked account said that or something. It was Right. And then he backed the it up
0: stuff. by saying, me and Raiola today, tomorrow, forever. These guys have a bond stronger than John Tezza and Frank Lampard. Well, they are the next duo in world football to
2: take <laughs> us to the top. Let's be fair about that. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow—that does imply that he's going to stay with Riola for all of time. But also, it might just be a demonstration <laughs> that he understands the concept of time and the spacetime <laughs> continuum. I think it's just that.
1: Well, time is a flat circle, so that's good quality for
0: a young goalkeeper to have. You know, yeah, you'd I be afraid so. of his mental if you were to move to Real Madrid. But the fact that he understands time, this speaks well to his ability to play at the next level. Is he going to go? Is he not going to go? I don't know. Nobody knows. Don't really I, care. I, it's fun to talk about, though.
1: I, I think he stays now. I think as, as bad as things got in the middle of this drama, I think it was all a negotiation tactic. I think Mino had this all planned out. Mano. And I think he stays. Maybe.
0: But for the fans of AC Milan that, you know, threw dollars at this kid that have been ringing him out on Twitter for the past couple weeks, what an awkward situation for him to return oh, to yeah. Milan, especially yeah, if they don't put the players around him, if they don't challenge for the Scudetto. This kid is going places, and I don't blame him if he wants to get out of Serie A.
2: This will blow over very quickly, though. Remember, like David de Gea, not so long ago, almost leaving for Real Madrid, and that happens constantly. Man United fans exactly. don't hold it over him, do they? They don't care.
1: Or uh, even Diego Costa with Chelsea. I mean, how many times has he said he wants to leave? Supposedly, right?
0: There's, there's something though to a, to a home, a home, not homegrown in that sense, but the fact that he's an Italian national player. It's an Italian team. Um, yeah, the Italian yeah. are very emotional. They grab the back of each other's necks and cry a lot.
1: <laughs> you always say this.
0: This uh, is like the, the one yeah, thing you so know Yeah, so it's a good transfer saga. Next week, we're going to definitely talk about Donna Raiola again, and it's going to be fucking fantastic. Can't wait. <laughs> Next up, we have a potential interesting one, this. Nemanja Matic moving across the Premier League to Manchester United to play for Jose Mourinho, a manager that once said when he was in charge of Chelsea that Matic needs too many touches to control the ball. Why would oh. you go into the market to sign a player that needs too many touches to control the ball?
2: They should sign May. <laughs>
1: yeah, Ryan is available. <laughs> Jose, are you on the phone? But this is what Jose Mourinho does. He talks out of both sides of his mouth. He'll say a derogatory thing one day, then a complimentary thing the next. So I think he really want he really likes him, but he says negative things to, to motivate him to get the price down. He has his strategies here. There's there's things going on. Wait, so you're saying that in 2014
0: he said he takes too many touches, so that in this moment he could yes. sign him for a lower price. Yes. Genius, he is love it. The master. Mind That's game what makes transfer getting so sweet.
2: <laughs> there was also I think a Chelsea game where he subbed him off after 20 something minutes as well. Clearly he's not. in love with Matic but this could be just the newspapers having a trolling us at our expense just linking as many players as possible with Jose Mourinho who clearly don't get along with him
1: well that's the thing I mean Man United are linked to every single player in existence every single summer like Mm -hmm. there's no rhyme or reason to it and Jose
0: Mourinho is a jerk to a lot of players and so when these two factors are converging you have like the new era transfer again in supply and demand and they meet right there
1: yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if next week El Mundo Today publishes Ryan Bailey to Man United for 50 million pounds, so keep an eye out for that. Well, it would be true if they did. No, it would not be true, but it'll happen, and Ryan will believe it. You'd be a big
0: <laughs> loss, but if we get that in Patreon money, I'm fucking down. Next up, yeah, we'll, we'll it's it. It. your boy, the Mfappy Mbappi, Mick McFappison. Where is he going? Is he staying <laughs> at Monaco? Is he Fappy not? Fappy Mbappi! I don't know, but there's a story going around that Arsene Wenger is in constant contact with the Mbappé family. <laughs> now that creepy. sounds dirty to me, that, that sounds but apparently this is what's going to get Arsene in the pole position to sign Mbappé McFappy himself. <laughs> I say no chance. Arsene Wenger takes Mbappi Fappy's dad out to a meal. It's free. <laughs> it's nice. There's a nice French red on the table. Doesn't mean he's going to sign there. What do you guys think? That's
2: also tapping up, isn't it?
0: Potentially, Uh, because the window has not opened yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's tapping up. That's fapping up. (laughs) Tappy McFappy. (laughs) Fapping
0: up. Gotta tap up
1: McFappy, baby. Ryan's not the only one that can do that. I got mine in there, too. But yeah, I think uh, there's no truth to this at all. I mean, once again, everyone is playing Arsene Wenger. I'm sure he wants... Kylie and Mbappé, but he's not going to pony up the dough. He's not like this kid's going to command a huge fee. The biggest. And Arsenal already supposedly put in their hundred million, hundred million pound bid or hundred million euro bid for him. That's not going to be enough. They're not going to pay it. If they this. go above
0: a hundred million, the computer system at the Emirates literally crashes. It melts. Yeah, yeah, it
1: melts.
2: Arsene Wenger
1: cries. He gets in the fetal position. He can't yeah. handle it. The
0: club is auto relegated to the third division.
2: Yeah. It would also completely ruin their wage structure. I think Alexis Sanchez is only paid like seventy grand a week plus like ten Mars bars. They try and make it out yeah. that way and stuff. He he's paid in McDonald's vouchers. He gets <laughs> uh, sweet and sour sauce. He gets um they save up all those um bed, bath and beyond coupons and they pay him in those. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's paid in free <laughs> Free coupons that arrive in the mail. So much
2: 25% off. So much win. So much win. He's going to have some sweet shower curtains in his new place for uh, his two dogs. Um, let's let's try this then. Gun to your head. Does Kylian Mbappe move to a club this summer? And if he does, where does he go? I'm saying he stays put in Monaco. What say you guys?
1: Yeah, I think this is testing the waters. I think this is just to see who's interested, what they'll pay... I think this is uh, Monaco testing the waters for a summer. They'll keep him one more year, and then I agree he'll be he'll be gone next summer.
0: Yeah, there's certainly a lot of dominoes to fall. You know, if the much-rumored Ronaldo move away from Madrid happens. I could see it happening, but we all think that's very rare anyways. Uh, Monaco stands to sell a lot of players in this window, so they could probably afford to hang on to McFappy Mbappé for at least another window, probably another season. Uh, he could use the seasoning as he's very young. Uh, no better place to fap than Monaco. So, <laughs> is, that, is that a fact? That's what he told me. It's the fapping <laughs> capital right here. Yeah, well, it's the <laughs> Fappy
1: capital. Well, there's no taxes on your... No, There's no fab tax, so. It's <laughs> pretty good. No government right, getting th- their hands I, we're not on I fat baby there. fat back. I, th- I, think, I think we've... Louis Fapsack where I'm holding fapps, all the work at. We've fapped ourselves out there. I think we're all spent. And Yeah, uh,
0: I'm getting a rash. Let's move on.
1: I think that will do it for the main portion of the show. We'll, we'll clean up after ourselves here in a minute. So sweaty. Cool listeners, we'll meet you over at Extra Time. And... uh Loser Check listeners, thanks for listening Check out patreon.com to get in on extra time and uh, contribute help us out but if this is where we leave you, thank you so much for listening thank you to our producer Bobo Martino Bobo! Whoa. Hit us up at tackle at gmail.com on social media we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook on Twitter, I am at BrooksDT Ryan for the last time Please, no, no fake news. It's El, not no El be Mundo the last today. Time. What is your real Twitter handle, please? I need to keep in contact with you.
2: Yeah, you can get me here at El Mundo Today. E l m u n d o oh. t o d a y.
1: Teed him up. Hit me up. You would be the editor in chief of that site. I knew it. Theo, what's yours?
0: At TheoMessiDT. We're climbing followers. We're almost up to 150. Yeah. What? Uh, I tried to tweet something from there the other day and almost tweeted from a different account.
1: Oh boy. Oh. You no can't expose. No. You can't expose yourself. No. That but you do be need good. to tweet more. We need more Theo in our in our tweets.
0: Well, talk to me. Get my mentions. Tell me how crass I am if you're from Salt Lake City. <laughs> Theo has been respond. taking
1: exception. We got a review on iTunes that said we're crass, and he took. I know
0: exception it was directed it. at me.
2: I think it was just a typo. I think the guy was saying that we're class.
1: Uh, yeah, we, well we are. Hey,
0: he said we are young, talented, creative, and a bit crass, like all of my favorite people.
1: So get in those reviews and, and give your two cents. Let us know what you think. Yeah, in the five reviews. stars
0: for crassness. Let's be good. Exactly.
2: Liam
1: Gallagher is crass, and I like him.
2: No All right,
1: extra time. We'll see you there. Adios, muchachos. I love you, bye. Oh, 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 oh,